welcome, welcome to the Unscripted Podcast, episode number two. This one's a special one. This one has my very first guest of the podcast, and yep, messed up big time. I messed up the volume on my microphone, so my voice is a little lower, so I, I apologize for that, but I hope you guys enjoy it overall. Thank you, everyone, for showing me love on that first episode. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Podcast Unscripted. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get it started, guys. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, that's okay. uh, like a thousand times better. Yeah, sorry. I was away from the microphone. It's, I forgot I had it on. Rookie mistake. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's My name is Megan, and I'm the host for Cups of Cults, where each week we sit down and cover a new cult and pair it with a nice cup of tea or whatever you have in your cup that week. And the following episode, we actually reveal what um, kind of tea paired well, I guess, okay. for lack of better words, with the cult. But um, right now, I have wine in my cup, so... There you go. That works. I have kombucha yeah. if that helps. I had kombucha before. Really? Yeah. Sage you... and rosemary. Okay. Bradyac. It was pretty good. Yeah. How do you feel about kombucha? Do you think it does something? I think it's bullshit. I don't think it works, but I like the flavor. I I don't know. Like I had it before I showered, so I don't know if I feel better because I showered or like because I drank kombucha. Like, I don't know. You specifically have it like every time <laughs> before you shower? Is that? No, no, I'm just saying tonight. <laughs> okay, okay, I thought that yeah. was a ritual, you know? Some people have shower beers, I have shower kombucha. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no. I love I love this brand, it's called GTS, or GTs, I think it's pronounced. Okay, okay. Have you seen it? No, sure yeah. haven't. Yeah, so it's like, they have all these cool flavors, and nice. they have like pineapple, and they have like watermelon and mango and it's pretty nice nice mm -hmm. yeah the sage and rosemary one was good but like i just feel like you're drinking like a hippie's home you know like yeah. that's the taste you get but it's cool I, i'm into it you know and and here in charlotte they have breweries for like kombucha and stuff <laughs> that's so extra i love and it it is but <laughs> it's not that good though it's not that good okay okay it. so um Tell me about your podcast. What what got into what what made you get into the whole podcast world? Um, I've been listening to like a paranormal true crime podcast for years now, I guess. Um, and it was like the highlight of my week. I was working as a benefit analyst at the company I still work for. And it was just okay. kind of very like monotonous and you had to I just work by yourself. So I got tired of listening to like the same music and stuff. So ventured, ventured out into the world of podcasting and, um, okay. I, I, um, I drive a lot for work. So it's like, mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So it's like, I, I always thought it was cool. I just, like, mm -hmm. I saw myself doing it, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. Like, I, I guess I was trying to make it like perfect. So, like, mm -hmm. I bought a microphone and I had it there for, like, I can tell you, like, for months. Really? Yes, for months. And I was, nice. like, debating if if I should do it or, you know, I was like, but I already have the microphone, so I kind of have to do it now. You drop so, the mic, you gotta. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, 
how do you do like your research for your podcast? Do you just like Google like, you know? Yes. Um, so I'll Google, I'll listen to other podcasts. Um, if there are documentaries out uh-huh. there, I'll watch those for um, one of the episodes I, I did on the work. I was actually watching like people's investigation on cults on discovery plus mm-hmm. so that was very helpful um i Wait, discovery I pre- plus is like a streaming channel for like- yeah 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 oh my god so. everything is a streaming app now it's annoying right right but i'm into like the the paranormal true crime show so much of what i was watching on like youtube tv or whatever uh-huh. was travel channel so i just uh-huh. Just bit the bullet and did that instead and saved. You save a lot of money. Save a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just so annoying now that everything's an app, you know, and you have to pay for their service and it's whatever happens to regular TV. Like for example, I like I watch a lot of soccer. So mm-hmm. if you want to watch like a soccer game for whatever country, you have to be mm-hmm. on one app. If you want to watch like a game the next day that's an, in another country's league. You have to watch another app, and it's so it's crazy. It's out of hand, isn't it? Too like some things are like pay per view now. Too. Yeah, everything like, you have to like pay to watch the service. You know. I remember in college, the only thing that was pay per view were like wrestling fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it, it, even back like in elementary or like middle school, I remember like the only thing you had to pay for was either like boxing or like you know triple x movies or anything right (laughs) now it's like everything everything yeah everything but it's 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 crazy so like has it been do you like record by yourself like have you ever gotten so scared it's like what the hell did i get myself into um so i had always done like watching weird shit before I go to bed and everything like that so I'm pretty used to that aspect of the research Mm -hmm. but as far as like recording goes it's kind of annoying because you're doing it by yourself and you're very like at least in my opinion I'm very like meticulous and really um yeah so I'll just like wipe out the recording and start from the top many a time so it takes like hours for a 40 minute episode yeah, but I mean, you have to like research and like read all the mm-hmm. scary stories, and it's yeah. I will probably have to watch yeah. Bob's Burger before going to sleep. If I, I love Bob's Burgers. I'm telling um, you. I used to like listen. I used to I have two apps. I, like, well, I kind of have a few, but like the most I use is like Hulu mm-hmm. and Netflix. And Hulu is for like Bob's Burger. That's all mm-hmm. I watch there. And then Netflix. But well, I used to watch The Office there for like ever. Right. Get off. So. Um, I know everyone's getting their private streaming service, but I love yeah. the Bob's Burgers. I was Luis for Halloween in college, and really? like my room, yeah, my roommate, <laughs> two of my roommates were Jean and Tina, so it was fun. It was good. It's good yeah, time. You're from Long Island, so you probably have the perfect accent for that. Oh my God, Linda! That's I just see my future. That's me, hundred percent. I'm oh, Linda. For sure. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen i've accepted yeah, you, it already yeah, yeah. You, you gotta do you gotta do you gotta do a little bit of an accent for the audience you know yeah yeah totally yes. now right you yeah, like right it. this go, second oh yes oh okay 
All right, I walk and I talk and I live in New York. So I says to my daughter, don't give the coffee a dog. What does she do? She gives the coffee a dog. Now I have a dumb daughter, a sick dog, and no coffee, just water. Oh, my God. You're so Long Island. And that's how I made friends in college. (laughs) You probably eat pizza for breakfast. I mean, hasn't everyone? No, yeah, no, I don't think so. It would be great, though. Not like just once after a really drunken night and you had Domino's and you see it on your kitchen counter. I'm not yeah. speaking from experience at all. Just no, so you know. Domino's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everyone Apparently not everyone likes Domino's because every time I mention Domino's, like for example, when I'm at work, it's like you guys want pizza? And I say, well, let's get Domino's. And everyone hates it for some reason. I don't know what's about it. Like It's not that bad, seriously. It's the sauce. I'm telling you. It's the sauce. What? So are you like, Do you don't like it? No, I eat it. Pizza. So there's New York pizza and then there's like Domino's pizza. You know what I mean? I'm trying to say like something that makes mm-hmm. you happy right now in life that you want to share with the people. Yeah, I think the podcast has been, I like you asked if I get like scared or whatever, but it's actually mm-hmm. been really therapeutic where you're not thinking about the like the day-to-day you take your focus off of that and you start thinking about um just the history of the cults and things like that and while it's terrible it kind of takes (laughs) you away from the terrible thoughts of like the day-to-day or whatever that you Mm -hmm. currently have like monotony really not i can't say terrible but okay um and i think it just takes away stress because you're not thinking about what you're stressed about. And you always see people who had it way worse than you. So like missing a deadline is not bad in the scheme of things when you're covering a cult where people are like fighting for their lives or fighting for their freedom. So it helps. Yeah. So like, for, I have a question, like, for example, do you think like the people that are involved in all of this, do you think they actually believe they really believe on what they're doing or they just want to do like sometimes harm or you know you know what I mean yeah 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 I think it depends um like the different positions in cults like if you're a follower you're looking for that sense of belonging you're looking for something to believe in um if you're a cult leader sometimes you truly do believe in your teachings and then power gets the best of you Mm-hmm. or you're just looking for a way to relate to other people and manipulate other people. So it really, it depends. It's not like cookie cutter where if, if you cover like the, the history of it and the history of the cult leader, you can kind of tell like, did they have a terrible childhood? Did they have like an awesome childhood? Why are they like the way they are? <laughs> really? So, what, what's yeah. one thing all these people would have in common? Like, you know, um, as far as I've seen, the cult leaders are very charismatic. And mm-hmm. for the most part, the cult followers really, they're just looking for something to believe in at that time in their life. And the cult leaders being very charismatic kind of cater to these types of people. Um, and there, there's the perfect recipe. Okay. So what, what the shows that you've covered, like by by any chance have these people been introduced to like any kind of religion or you know does that have to does that have a play in the playbook yes yes so a lot of 
what the cult leaders and the cults build off of is an existing belief system and how they relate to it now. They tie in different religions too. Um, you know, some of them. So most they base them it have, off of them? Yeah, yeah. So I covered Heaven's Gate and they took basically the Bible and translated it to a Star Trek, like new age concept. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that they put in like Adam and Eve, they were Adam and Eve and they came from like a spaceship and stuff. And it's very gradual. Really? Yeah, the ideas come like very gradual to the followers too, because if you heard it, like all these crazy ideas like a spaceship and Jesus like was resurrected and went on a spaceship and there's heavens on a different planet, you wouldn't believe it. But if it's like gradually being taught to you and like, okay, I don't want to say brainwashed because not all of them are brainwashed, but I guess just like woven into your belief system, it, mm-hmm. it does uh set you up for that's crazy my question is like let's say um you are like a follower right Mm -hmm. and i guess the leader is like telling you yo like you got to go rob a bank because this is what we do and you are so Mm -hmm. like hypnotized into that do you get in trouble with the law i guess you would yeah but but like what if what if i'm like bro this guy was telling me and i was like hypnotized i feel uh that has to play like something like you know right i mean i'm no expert in cults i just like to review them and go over them and talk about them because i just find them very interesting but i think it depends too i I mean my dad's a cop so and you've seen law and order and things like that they could always cut a deal with the cut like if they're arrested they were the ones robbing the bank but they have information on like the cult leader, different members of the cult doing other heinous acts, they could cut a deal. So, but of course they'd get in trouble. Yeah. So you said your dad was a, a policeman? He sure was. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. He retired? He is. He's a teacher now. Okay. That's, that's cool. 180. Um, <laughs> so did you ever go in like on a trip with him for like, I don't know, like a troll or something? I've been, so... Are you asking me if I've been in back of a police car? Because the answer is yes. His, in not arrested. Way? In a good way. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I would never. So they're not allowed to. And I was like his only girl and stuff. So I was definitely, definitely like very sheltered, I guess. Mm-hmm. But okay. I've been in a cop car. Um, it's cool? It's interesting it's not as spacious as you would think really there's a lot yeah they have like their if you're sitting in the front seat you have their computer and things like that and in the back there's like a cage so it's not it's not as uh, spacious okay okay so um can i ask you something like right now with like the whole craziness that's going on between like the police and everything how do you feel when people say like, hey, like policemen are bad and this, they need to defund the police. And how does that make you feel like knowing your father, you know, he was uh, someone that dedicated, put in a lot of work into and loved it. Right. Job. How does that make you feel? I mean, I'm going to be persecuted for this probably, but it's upsetting just because yeah, talking with him, 
Um, a lot of it comes down to the training. Like they're just trained wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think they screen people as well as they should. Okay. And I think in every profession, there's, there's definitely bad people. Like there's right. doctors that are like, of course, quote unquote angel of death because they think they're putting people out of their misery and they're really like killing them and it's i know it's apples to oranges but right i don't think everyone who's a cop should be a cop but i think making a statement like all police are bad and mm-hmm. anarchy is the way we should police our own like right. our own people yeah. but i just asked them i'm like have you read lord of the flies <laughs> like it's about okay. a bunch of teenagers who uh-huh can't form a government and it's just yeah you know i think like i don't know like what people think when they say like defund the police and all of that like you know like do you think about what you're saying and yeah like you you know you should just be putting more money into them and just kind of give them the help training and all of that because that would make more sense i think yeah yeah i definitely agree that they need different training and they need a better screening process Mm -hmm. um because obviously there are racist cops and obviously there are people who didn't know better and you know they shot first asked questions later and it it was terrible yeah did you ever ask your dad about that did you ever ask him like hey like what do you think like the solution would be did you ever like have that conversation with me like with him yeah yeah and that's kind of where i got that like he definitely believed in investing in like training and um having just a better vetting system and everything and he was actually like most a lot of cops are against the bot the body cams and everything but he's like no i love them like i want to see what my officer did really they're against they're against it some of them are because they i mean think about it it's like very big brothery like you're always being watched but in his opinion he's like that that's what protects me like if i'm following what i should be you know so and not all those get released yeah (laughs) but i mean the thing think about it like i would like everyone's recorded at work like you go to work they got cameras and everything everyone's got it you know Mm mm-hmm so there's like no escaping on that. Like if anything, you know, it would make everyone, you know, it's for safety for everyone. If there's a misunderstanding, yeah. like, hey, go to the video, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, yeah. I think they're more open to it now because of so many things in the media, but like before they were kind of against it. And that's just my own perception. I, right. I don't know from what I've heard, but. Yeah, I, um. I've never actually had the chance to ask someone how they felt about that, that having like mm. a, a cop in their family and just, you know, it's like, damn, like, what do they really feel? Like, what's, you know, because yeah. it's one thing is seeing things in the media because right now it's just crazy. Everyone says a whole different, you, you don't know what to believe now. I was just going to say, I feel like people, they're, they're always like, well, cops signed up for this like no they didn't they they're putting their lives on the line obviously to like protect their community but they didn't get they didn't sign up to get you know like persecuted and shot right so yeah it's hard and like i feel like well it is you you never know you're gonna stop a car one day and you know and just that that maybe be your last day you know you never know but it's it's so Mm -hmm. 
it's, it takes a lot of risk. It, it takes a lot to, to, and the thing, unfortunately, like in that profession, it's like one guy just ruins it for the whole team, you know? Yeah, that's true. And some things are publicized that like, maybe the chain of events isn't totally outlined and that's on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it makes the cop look better when really the cop shouldn't look better. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. Like you mentioned that your dad was a, was a policeman and you know, I was, I got kind of curious. Yeah. That's, that's just my own um, belief system. I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion and I don't have all the facts that other people. That's what it's about. You know, it's just, you know, sharing, like it's, it's an opinion and if you don't agree with it, like it's okay. You know, it's fine. You, yeah. you are allowed to to believe something else and you know but i feel yeah, like definitely. we have to we kind of have to be at this point to move on from it you know it's like all right we see the problem now we got to do something to fix it mm-hmm. and i think we're at that point now and i think we're making progress and for the yeah best. definitely i agree so and i listen i uh i can't i think was your first episode of your podcast that i was listening to it and oh my god i had to i had to watch some cartoons before i went to sleep no way i'm sorry yeah i had to i had to watch some spongebob if i'm being honest with you well spongebob i get that yeah so because oh my god you you put put people to think to be honest with you so yeah so any listen i want you to if it's okay with you i want you to share something that in your life you've been kind of like struggle at one point in your life like kind of like math or middle school or whatever you know and kind of how you put some work into just you know overcoming that problem that you had I want you to share that maybe it'll help someone out there that's listening yeah definitely so I have struggled with anxiety and depression and everything like many other people during this pandemic mm-hmm. But I think having like a hobby and putting my energy into something else instead of just sitting and thinking about it has helped me tremendously. It's a fight every day. Um, It's a new challenge to get over um, because you're fighting with your mind a lot of the time. Yeah. But just not succumbing um, and getting something to focus your energy on that's bigger than yourself definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people suffer from anxiety and they don't even realize it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Which is is very crazy. And then I feel like kind of like, for example, for me, like culture has a lot to do with it because if you tell like someone from, I'm I'm from Honduras, if you tell someone like growing up when I was growing up and you told your parents like, Hey, listen, I I don't want to go to class because I feel like my anxiety is off the roof they were like what you better right you better get to work or go to a school and get over it like how do you feel about social media i think a lot of people paint this perfect picture whereas behind scenes it's not necessarily accurate i think it's good to stay in touch with people but i don't i'm not down with the people who like post every meal they're not okay with that right Right. It's too much. I, it, like I'm, I'm so happy you had hibachi for dinner. I don't want to see it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
But I mean, do people really use it to communicate now or just to like kind of show the life they don't really have? Because that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, I feel like it's a it's how you want the world to see you. So it's a good way to stay in touch because you could see like, oh, my cousin just went on a trip, like very happy for them and stuff like that. But I do think it kind of it's just a, a method to boast about your life. Um, right. Sometimes thing, you're. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. One thing I would never understand is like, I know there's like, there's people that go on YouTube and watch what other people do on their day. Like, yeah, I, no. I, I guess they're like influencers or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. But they are just literally watching them just go about their day. Right. So I have thoughts about that because I've watched those. And at first, I'm like, this is so stupid, but they, they know how to market themselves, so you keep watching. So right. I just don't, because I really? think it's how, stupid. How do they get you, though? How do you- because, like, I don't know. I just, on, like, Facebook, you scroll through, and you only get, like, half of the actual thing, and they uh-huh. catch you with the title. And they're like, my girlfriend just found out I cheated, and then you oh, go through the day, right. and it, they didn't. It was a prank. It's stupid. <laughs> oh my god. And they're so fake too because they're all act out. That's what annoys me the most. No, I know. It's especially like YouTube. I feel like YouTubers are the culprit. Uh-huh. The only thing I'm addicted to, like if, if it's like eleven PM at night and then I see like one of those guys in the jungles like building like dope ass houses and like mm-hmm. with sticks, that's that I like that. Yeah. I will, I will spend hours watching them do that. There's also a YouTuber, Bailey Sarian, and she does like murder mystery makeup Monday and she covers like a murder story and does her makeup. But I find that very, very interesting. But it's not. Yeah, it's not like going into her day like she's literally describing like a horrific crime while just chilling and doing her makeup. So I think that's kind of kind of cool. Okay, so are you saying that we we need to be expecting like a Megan's? makeup tutorial on youtube no no i'm not qualified <laughs> what why not everyone's qualified she's I'm a makeup artist she's I, a makeup I, artist so i could be one you could be one yeah she like did the whole shebang she got a certificate and stuff it's very official really? i couldn't yeah i couldn't and no one wears makeup now during quarantine unless you're a makeup artist and you're practicing on yourself but really? most yeah most women i've talked to like since the start of quarantine I can count on like one hand how many times they've worn makeup i definitely can i don't know i don't do it often well listen <laughs> um it, it was really nice talking to you this is this was very great we did some points that are you know it's it's awesome and i thank you so much for doing that and also thank you for giving me the tips of how to get started with this whole podcast thing Thanks. It, it was nice to be on here. Yeah. Anything. I just, when I go into something, I just delve and yeah, just dig a awesome. hole. Yeah, and... yeah, that's that's, that's what, what you got to do, honestly. But the only, not yeah. only that, but you need to have a mentality of like, hey, if I do it, I got to finish it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's my problem. I, I start a lot of things and I don't finish them. Yeah, I mean, things can, I feel like with a podcast, though, it's so hard to, like, 
lose interest because you're doing something different. Yeah. But thank you so much. I really Thanks appreciate that. Thanks for having me. This was very fun. Um, yeah. Whenever, if you ever need anything for your pockets, let me know. We'll we'll stay in touch. Same goes for you. Definitely, if you ever want to cover one of the cults. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably not. You just react. Not, not the, yeah, yeah. That'll be the background noise. Like, oh shit. 